When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm just going to set the scene for you guys right now. Oh, yes, please. Because this is like, this is like a very extra scene. Okay. So as you guys know, we record in Ashley's bedroom. Yes. It's our thing now. So I'm going to paint Ashley's picture. She's sitting in this velvet green chair with not just a lamp, a lamp on a golden rod that (laughs) curves over as the lamp just kind of lightly hangs angelically over her head. Kind of like a halo. Causing like this downlit <laughs> exposure onto her. Uh-huh. She has her brand new little laptop sitting on her it's lap. Brand new, my baby. She has a plant literally like <laughs> arching and touching, like just lightly touching her leg as if I to be to- like- you got this. I'll, I'll take a picture and we'll post yes. it because it's ridiculous. Yes. It's cutting um, into my seating on area. On the next side, she has a little side table with her mic stand propped up on it mm-hmm. with another plant mm-hmm. and a glass of red wine. Oh, not just any red wine either. Oh, yeah. It's from, I wonder, was that last week? Was it last week? I think it was last week. Ash, you're messing with I'm so sorry. Picture. Continue. Okay. Then you, you pan to me. <laughs> I am sitting on a bed with our, our little recording um, panel thing, which I'm still surprised she lets me have near me because that was perfect. I one. can't. <laughs> um, I have Charles. Well, he's leaving me. Charles is sitting in my lap. Chloe's licking herself on the corner of the bed. <laughs> Rosie's snugged. We got a guest tonight. We got Alicia Marie cuddled up next to me just to hang, yeah. just to be moral support. You won't be hearing from her, but know that she is here with She's us. She's here. Do you want to just say hi? ShopAliciaMarie.com. <laughs> of course. freaking <laughs> You can't. <course>. Can. <laughs> can. I'm done. Um, then across from me, there's a candle lit. Because it's fall. Because it's fall. And then Ashley decided to put on her TV with no sound a 4K <laughs> nature video. So I'm literally staring into the ocean. It was for ocean. Alicia. <laughs> have something to look at. I can't. And entertain her. This you can't look, so Terry. Good. You're going to get distracted. No, I'm freaking Moana right now just staring at the ocean. <laughs> it's beautiful. I don't even know where that is, but it's yeah. gorgeous. No, it's beautiful. And that's, that's what we got going on today. That's so the vibe tonight. All that to say... Welcome to friggin' unsolicited advice. <laughs> Roll the tape, Mark. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley. Hello, I'm over Taryn. there is oh. and we're unsolicited advice. Um, I just want to like pop in here really quick and just say that if you have been listening to us for a while, if you're fans mm-hmm. and um, and you, you plan on listening to us for the foreseeable future, then go ahead and uh, you know follow. <laughs> All the socials, yeah. Like this, rate Mm -hmm. this, give us a good review. That means a lot to us, and it does a lot for us. Oh, totally. As the UA fam, I feel like we should all be doing that. Correct? Yes, means a lot. Means a lot. Taryn, how have you been? How's your week? You know, my week has actually been great. Um, I I started back at my job because I was laid off right when Corona started, which I definitely talked about on here. Um, so they started hiring back and I was totally blessed enough to get hired back. Exciting. Snaps um, for Taryn. Yeah, thank God. Uh, my job looks a little different, so it's been a little bit hectic cause everyone's kind of just shifting and trying to do what they can right now, especially mm. schools. Like everyone's so frantic. So yeah. if you have an educator in your life, literally just send them a text saying, I'm here for you. I appreciate you. I'm praying for you because Aww. it's so hard. You know, you have these teachers who um, have been teaching for like 50 years and, and now we're trying to online teach. Like, so wow. everyone's just learning different things. Kids are stressed out. Teachers are stressed out. So it's just kind of like a hectic environment. Luckily what I'm doing now, I'm still able to like work from home, which has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like my life got really busy really fast. Yeah. And then, I'll attest to that. Yeah. I've seen it. Taryn's been oh insanely my God. slammed. Yeah. Like just 
things she's been busy every single day yeah which like it's great because now I feel like I'm on like a downslope which I feel like that's going to be this next season of my life it's going to be like really hectic crazy weeks and then kind of chill weeks so yeah I'm kind of just trying to learn how to like manage that yeah but the past couple of weeks have felt specifically today felt just like really solid mm-hmm. yeah yeah what about you, Ash? Oh, I love that. Um, I officially, I know we've been in September. We're actually like midway through September now, but um, I officially, as of today, decided yep. I'm like ready for fall. I think that's why today <laughs> was so good because we both are like nuts about fall. Yeah. And obviously it depends on where you live. We're currently in LA where it's like super smoky. There's fires yeah. everywhere and it's still very hot. And we just got off of the hottest weekend oh, yeah, that was in stupid. LA. I'm surprised I'm I'm here. I'm, yeah, I'm the worst version of myself when it's hot like yeah. that. It was I can a, attest to 112 that. <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah, dude. And on I, top of it, there was humidity. And we yeah. live in LA. We're not supposed to have both. It's no. like pick one, you know? Yeah. So it was really bad. What did, um, I, what friend, was it Josh? We were with our friend Josh the other day and he was like literally like, saying something about how like what's the point of living in California like that's why we come here is for our guaranteed nice weather like what's going on yeah we sacrifice our money yeah so that we can have good weather 24 7 and then every once in a while something like this will happen and we all start throwing in the towel and we're like we're leaving yeah no seriously I draw the line here seriously (laughs) it's bad but yeah I officially um I put out some pumpkin decor I'm gonna put out some more this weekend yeah um I finally watched started watching some like Halloween-esque movies and it felt cool today even though it's smoky and scary looking outside it kind of felt overcasty and kind of 80 is a lot cooler (laughs) than 112 so we were all like "Ooh, it's 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 chilly outside (laughs) it's brisk (laughs) yeah so stupid yeah but yeah it got me all excited for dot 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 October series. Dude, you guys are not freaking ready. Like, obviously, things are a little different right. with quarantine, but we're going to try to freaking make it slap. Oh, we're doing, we're going full force. Make it slap. Full dark, no um, stars. I, I officially have, like, secured at least one of my stories. I kind of, like, halfway. It's hard because you're like, okay, like, I only have four. Yeah. Or three? Four? I don't even know. Uh, I think it's four. I think it's four. Yeah. So it's like, it's gotta be, you know. They gotta be good. I will say, I definitely can see us mixing more scary stories in. I don't think like, we both realized how big this series was gonna be. Mm-hmm. But I definitely have seen even emails like I've read over the past couple months that they're like, oh, I just got into you and I'm currently on October series and yes. I'm thriving. So yes. I definitely can see us like mixing in you know, every once in a while. Yeah. So this is the big announcement. If you have a story that you've been sitting on or your grandma has one that you've grown up listening to, or your next door neighbor has this kind of weird story that you don't fully believe, but it's also terrifying, like get their permission, write it down and send it to us. We need it. I will say like this, these specific stories like you got to bring the drama. Like you got to bring the descriptive language. You got to really like put us into the scene. I want to know their eye color. I want to know what sweater they were wearing. (laughs) It was a cold night. I walked outside and felt as if the air kissed me softly on the back of my neck (laughs) as my goosebumps rose like bread in the oven. (laughs) Dude, that was straight legit improv that was good that was really good but that's what I'm saying like we want you to take us there because yes we do kind of give our advice on like what we would do in that scenario but this is mostly like the story you're the star of this one you're the star yeah and um just yeah if you if you know of people that have a story boldly confidently just ask them for it because I finally did (laughs) I was with a group of friends and I overheard a guy sharing the story of this Mm -hmm. like experience and I was I just, I just texted and was like, Hey, uh, yeah. So I have this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you're interested, yeah. I'll take it. Um, but you know, TBD, it's if that works time. out, we're so excited. <laughs> um, also we have like, we're not going to give hints, but we got like some freaking exciting stuff coming. Yes. That y'all are going to trip out on. Mm-hmm. We're still tripping out on. So just, this is, this is the time to subscribe 
to stay connected because stuff's coming. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. This is also the time to like share us to your friends yep. and family and neighbors and, you know, yep. Zoom meeting friends. and Zooms. <laughs> The next Online time you're in a Zoom friends. class, pin a comment that just says <laughs> at unsolicited advice. That's yeah, all you can do. Yeah. That's going to work. All right. Anyways. Um, do you have, you have a turn it up. I have a turn it up. And this, this is good. This is funny. This is kind of like how it goes. Like you, yeah. you have officially like, you just like claim it, like tearing it up. So you're like, no, I have one. I know. I'm always like, oh, well, okay. Taryn was originally going to look for one this week. And then I remembered that I had saved yeah. one from last week because I had two that were so funny, but obviously I had to pick one. Yeah. Well, you know what? Do I? Maybe one day I'll just hit you with like three in a row. <laughs> do I, I love how you said do I? And I was like, wait, do you need my permission? It's funny because I was like, oh, I can't do that. And then I was like, wait, this, this is my podcast. I can do that if I want oh, to. Hour. Hours. Hour. I was speaking about like I yes. could give myself yes. permission. You get I, it. Yes. Anyways, if you guys don't know what Tearing It Up is, Tearing It Up is our segment where you guys send in hilarious, embarrassing, awkward, and funny stories. And oh. uh, we kind of just, there's not really advice in this. It's more of like a we laugh along with you. Yeah. But this one was titled so well. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. I mooned 50 plus people and possibly sexually harassed a dolphin. (laughs) I'm so, there's too many. What? (laughs) I'm going to need you to get into that one so I can make sense of that. The title is just so funny. It gets, it's obviously it gets me every time. Okay. Here we go. Diving on in. Dear Taryn and Ashley. Diving. I didn't plan that. Sorry. That's good. I didn't plan that. Um, I'm writing in today to share a hilarious story I just thought of while in the bath. (laughs) Great. This girl loves water. In 2018, my mother and I went on a girl's cruise as a graduation gift. It was the most amazing vacation ever and obtained many memorable stories. However, one story takes the cake. Literally. Imagine this. (laughs) Yeah. You're (laughs) you're in Cozumel. Cozumel. It's a city in Mexico. Okay. How do you spell it? C-O-Z-U-M-E-L. Cozumel. I don't know. know. Cozumel. Sure. Don't judge me. I'm sorry. Um, You're in Cozumel, Mexico, on your way to have your dream come true. For me, it was always swimming with dolphins. I'd wanted it ever since I could remember. I was 18 at the time. I was so excited ecstatic even bouncing with joy (laughs) we were put into a group of about eight people and there was about 10 total groups not including the several workers in the pool at the bar etc after meeting the dolphin we were going to be riding I was more than ready after about two people go it's finally my turn I follow the instructions of the teacher and I'm holding on to the fins and I'm draped on her back with my butt facing everyone As soon as the instructor gives her the signal, this dolphin, all caps, takes off. I was not expecting this dolphin (laughs) to bolt off as fast, and needless to say, neither were my bathing suit bottoms. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) The dolphin goes so fast, you can't even open your eyes, but I didn't have to have vision to feel the gentle, swift, cool breeze (laughs) somewhere where it wasn't supposed to be. Oh, no. (laughs) My booty was exposed for the duration of the ride, and I crossed my legs to avoid my bottoms being permanently lost. (laughs) This will definitely be going down as number one for wardrobe malfunction, and I just had to share. Luckily, I didn't have to worry about seeing anyone there because I live in the U.S. Love y'all and the pod. Hannah from Texas. (laughs) (laughs) but you know like someone probably had their camera out recording and it's like gonna show up on like (laughs) barstool sports (laughs) she said they were grouped into groups of eight and there were 10 groups total oh dear god So that's already just the people in the groups then there's the workers that are actually trained to work there the workers working with the dolphins and then they said there was a whole bar area of people just not involved and watching Oh no. That is a solid at least 60 people. Hopefully it was like a blur, like water was splashing. You know, if the dolphin was going that fast, there were definitely some some kind of wave. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming that yeah. I mean at least at it least, was your butt. I was <laughs> gonna say is any body part obviously I would hope none get exposed to anyone that I'm not a willing participant in. Right. But if anyone was to, like the butt is the least like mm-hmm. where I feel like, oh my God, you saw my butt. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, exactly. I feel like that's, girl. that's one of those things. Like there's so many like uh, mooning moments in comedy and yeah. movies and television where the 
the butt's not too bad. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's not ideal. No. Especially when straddling a dolphin. <laughs> I mean, what is ideal in that specific I can't. scenario? I'm dead. Oh, shoot. Poor thing. Thank Poor you so Hannah. much for sending that in. Poor Nana. Poor Nana. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, I'll just, how about I'll just jump into my story. Okay, so mine is titled Manipulative Boyfriend, Corona Saves the Day. Ooh. Yep, T. Honestly, it's... It's going to be very, I hope some psychologist or I don't, what would that, uh, who's like, what is the professional name for someone who does statistics? I'm totally blinking. Alicia. Do you you know? know? (laughs) She said, huh? Uh, (laughs) um, I don't really know. Mark would know. Frick. Mark would know. This is why we miss him. Um, anyways, I hope that people are tracking because I've been so interested in hearing not only stories like being sent in, but just my personal friends too. people who have been either thriving in their relationships or like all hell is breaking loose in their oh, relationships. It's bad. And so I, I, it's going to be very interesting. Like when all of this is over, like what's going to come from that? You know what I mean? Because every time you have a wave of something, you don't really see the impact of it until later. And every like relationship has like issues that come from whatever. And then you start to see that like manifest in behaviors that come. So it's just going to be very interesting. Like what happens after this? Yes. Uh, yeah, there's, I feel like there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's either like getting married or making babies or whatever, yeah. or the breaking up. And, um, you know how there was like the baby boomer era? Yep. It feels like this is like breakup era. Seriously. Uh, and it's it's just, it's been extreme and it's been kind of insane to watch. But yeah, yeah I'm curious to see. It's going to be very What comes from this. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. Um, hi, Ashley and Taryn. For context, I am a 23-year-old female. I have written this story, uh, this email so many times Because there is so much history in this story and I can't decide what details are important and what I really need advice on. I I love that she said that Mm because sometimes it's like you have something going on and you're like, but what really do I need? Like, what is the question here? What am I struggling with or what am I okay with? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's a shortened version of a very long backstory. I was dating a guy on and off for almost two years. For the sake of the story, let's call him Caleb. And the last time we broke up was right before Corona at the end of February. He ended up breaking up with me. And later I found out it's because he actually had feelings for one of my close friends. Ugh, Ooh, that's the freaking worst. Dramatic twist. That really sucks because I had noticed they had a flirty relationship, but I always told myself it was nothing. Mm. Caleb broke up with me right before my birthday. And the few weeks that we were broken up before Corona were awful because we had all the same friend group. So I saw him all the time. 
low key thankful that quarantine came when it did because it gave me the time away from him that I needed to move on. Let's be real with our history. If Corona never happened, we would probably be back together right now. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God, girl. Um, one of my friends had been hooking up with Caleb about a year or so before I started dating him the first time. Recently, I was hanging out with her and she started talking about the guys and how she hasn't been with anyone since Caleb because of the way he treated her. She went on describing ways that he sexually manipulated her and forced her to do things she didn't want to do. As she was describing the things he did to her, my heart sank to my stomach because I realized he had done the same things to me. I always knew that my relationship with Caleb was toxic because he talked bad about my family and we fought a lot. But after my friend described her experience, it hit me like a ton of bricks that I had been taken advantage of. I don't want to get into much detail about things he did, but it has a lot to do with manipulation. He would say things like, I would never hurt you or I don't want you to ever feel uncomfortable. So then when I did feel hurt or uncomfortable, I would think to myself that he's, he wasn't trying to make me feel that way. He literally mind tricked me into thinking that the way he treated me was okay and I didn't realize it wasn't until someone else explained why it was wrong. Caleb was the first guy I had ever been with so I always thought the things he was doing were normal. That day that my friend opened up was really hard. I sat in silence listening to her story and then I went home and cried for a long time. Eventually I was able to talk about it with other people um, which really helped but I still felt awful for weeks and sometimes I still do. I am thankful for quarantine and the time I've had to slow down, heal and reflect. If I didn't have all this time, I would have been distracted by work, school, seeing Caleb and would have never taken the time to move on in a healthy way. I'm still not completely moved on and I will probably always be traumatized by the things he did to me and the way he made me feel. He always wanted me to think everything was my fault, but now I know that it was never my fault. However, sometimes I feel guilty for being so upset because I know there are people who experience situations that are much worse. Ash, don't we hate those statements? Oof, yeah. I'm going to come back to that. Yep, circle back. Be ready, girl. We'll circle back. I don't like that. Put a pin in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that the story is heard for anyone out there who might be going through something similar. And I want to see if any advice, if you have any advice for those of us who have or will experience it. Toxic relationships are very common and so is manipulation and abuse. I know this is a very heavy topic, but it's extremely relevant and very important to talk about. I love you girls and listening to your podcast makes me feel like I'm hanging out with the older sisters I never had. I have three younger sisters. So we take the, we take the cake. <laughs> um, thank you for all the advice. Love anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Oof. You know, Honestly, like this is a very, I'm, I'm so, first of all, thank you so much for your bravery and just being open and writing in because Mm -hmm. I think you're right. Like, I think a lot of people are going to hear this and, um, and relate to it. And I think this is an interesting topic because we talk so much about like sexual abuse and sexual assault, but there's also an aspect of like manipulation is just a messy I think not talked about thing. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is if anyone's making you feel like you have to do something, even though you don't want to, or making you feel bad or kind of clouding your judgment to where you feel like it's your fault or you're guilty. um, That's like totally like a mental manipulation. It's mental abuse. And I think it's, it's so wrong, but I think because it's, you know, yeah, but you were together and it was, um, you know, you both had consent. You were doing this together. It was in your relationship. Like it's not something bad, but still like it is not okay. Like Mm -hmm. for you to feel forced into anything, even if it's in the safety of a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a very interesting topic. That's not really, it doesn't have much light in like what we talk about a lot. Yeah. Um, with stuff like this, I feel like it's it's really interesting. I think comparison is sneaky. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that you um, dismiss, that you kind of blame yourself for. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how dare I think of myself that way or think of someone else that way or, or put myself in that position with someone else. Um, 
but all, all that comparison does and what it does is it slowly chips away at you and kind of like takes whatever you're going through and makes it feel like you possibly deserve it. Yeah. Or that clearly people are going through much worse things. Who are you to complain? You know? Oh, okay. Okay. So you're saying like specifically being like, well, I can't compare what I went through to like these heavier situations I know about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's crazy, something that's crazy about social media, hopefully I say this right. Um, Something that's crazy about social media and, and just like our world today, like where we're at, I feel like it takes absolutely everything and magnifies it. Yeah. So um, in a good way, we are talking about all of these horrible things yeah. like, like sexual mm-hmm. assault, like, um, uh, you know, abusive relationships, stuff like that. And we're hearing about it so much, which is so good because it needs to be talked about. Um, at the same time, if you're in a, 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 a relationship that's not healthy, I think what we're doing is we're comparing it to all of mm-hmm. these horrible things that we're reading online, that we're hearing about on socials, yeah. um, watching on TV, um, and saying, oh, my relationship's good. <laughs> Yeah, compared, compared to, to that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, that's a very like slippery slope oh, to fully. be on because um, bad is bad. If it's unhealthy, mm-hmm. it's unhealthy. I'm not saying it's as comparable to some of the more like really terrifying things out there, but it's still bad. It's still unhealthy and you need to get out of it. Yeah. You know, like end of discussion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in a very weird way, I'm trying to say that you need to be careful about how you let yourself think of yourself and your relationships, because it's going to, if you're comparing it to other people or other traumatic things that you've experienced or heard, it's, it's very easy to downplay someone mm-hmm. who's, who's being kind of manipulative. Yeah. But it's like, no, manipulation's a red flag period. Oh my God. Yeah. In a discussion. If it's being thrown at you in any way, you have every right fully to just like to stand up for yourself, to call them out on it or to walk away. Yeah. You know? No. And I think you're right. I think, what ends up happening is because especially now, like, like you said, we're, we're able to hear so many stories of just awful, ugly, horrible things happening. It's easy to tie whatever you have to the things you're hearing. Mm -hmm. But I really think like every person is so unique and individual that like my, my, we've talked about this so many times and this is why I got mad at you anonymous. (laughs) Um, (laughs) we're circling back my heartbreak in my life. Yes. It's about things that don't compare to anyone else's. Like there's people in the world, there's always going to be someone in the world who's gone through more horrific things than you have. Like Mm -hmm. that's just fact of the matter. But my hurt, the highest levels of hurt that I have felt are still my highest levels of hurt. And so those are just as like, I need to give those their moments too. Like it's not fair and it's not healthy to just undermine everything we go through by saying like, oh, but somebody's gone through worse. So like, I don't have a right to be sad. No, your feelings are real. Everybody has a right to every single emotion they feel. And so I think um, it's important. It's so good that we're having these conversations because, and that's my second thing that really I wanted to like talk about we've talked about this before. When you don't involve people in your relationship, every detail of it, um, not every detail, but you know what I mean? Like if you're not talking to your best friend about the things you love, but also the things that kind of rubbed you a wrong way, even describing experiences you're having, that to me is such a dangerous place. And I'm speaking from complete personal experience Um, Because I had a similar, not to this extent that you're writing, but the same thing where it wasn't until I got out of a relationship and started talking about like the things that were being said to me, our normal encounters, things like that, to where I heard people being like, Taryn, that's not freaking normal. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? So, and that was when I really realized like all of that could have been avoided if I would have just had an accountability person in my life that I was like, hey, I know this means that you might look at my boyfriend the wrong way, but I know that I need to tell you because this is like making me feel uneasy. You know what I mean? And it's so weird. This has happened to multiple people. I've done it. So many of my friends have done it. Like I've had had multiple conversations where we've all talked about the same thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl. If you're in one of those situations and it's starting to kind of 
not make sense. It's yeah. starting to kind of go downhill. Things he's saying or she's saying or things they're doing is starting to kind of like, you know, sit w- wrong and, mm-hmm. and maybe like give you an, an uneasy feeling. The first thing you do when you're around people is like you want to like defend them. Yep. And defend their actions. Yep. And almost protect them from any negativity that might come from your closest friends and family. Yeah. When the truth and absolute opposite thing should happen is you should tell your friends and family so that they can protect you and say, Hey, this is actually a big deal. Yeah. You need to talk to him or her about it now. Or they could be like, Oh, that's not a big deal, honey. Like here's, it's happened to me. It's happened to mom. Like, you know, it's like there's, there's conversations for a reason. And then you should be having those conversations with those people. If you're hiding it from them or protecting them from those people that are supposed to protect you, that is such a red flag. Well, and it's not always going to mean there's been times where Ashley's come to me super pissed about something about a guy. Mm -hmm. And then I've sat with her and been like, babe, it's not a big deal. Like that was actually cool what he did, you know? And then it's like, oh, like we open up conversations. So it's not that like every time someone's going to be like, oh my God, break up with him. He's psycho. Right. But the whole point is you have people in your close circle that are there to just be your protectors and to be watching out for you. Yeah. So it's important to use them. And I think the hardest thing about when you start to see red flags and you start to like, um, kind of like make your own excuses for him, especially when you have someone that you think is like manipulating you or being, cause that's, that's intense. Like what we're talking about here, like that's straight up like narcissistic like stuff, you know? So what happens though, is in order for you to like tell someone and to actually address it, you have to like come and accept the fact that someone you love and carry about, carry, care about is doing something that's so like, just evil. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a hard, I mean, that's just a hard thing to accept because you know that once you accept that change has to happen. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't beat yourself up about this. Like there's a lot of, especially relationships where it's firsts, like you don't know a lot, but I think this is going to be a huge thing for you. Like it was kind of for me where now I know going forward, like I'm going to tell my friends everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to be like, Hey, like this was our fight. Like, and I want them to be honest with me when it's things that I could have done better. Or if it's like, Hey, like, I don't like what he was saying to you, you know? Yeah. So, um, that's one thing I would definitely recommend for you is going forward, just making sure that you're involving people in your conversations and kind of what you said is something we should all be doing. Like, what would you do if like a friend of yours, told you their situation and it was yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many times where I'm like, oh my God, if I, if Ashley were to tell me that someone did what someone did to me to her, I, my mama bear would be up the freaking roof. (laughs) So I'm like, why am I not willing to even defend myself? If, if this happened to a friend, I would go freaking bonkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's always good to have that outside perspective, even on your own, but also like you need to reach out to people to have them there to help you too. Yeah. 100%. Um, something that me and Taryn and I have talked about for a long time is how you just um, said me, Taryn and I, dang, I am a mess right now. <laughs> I, we have so many personalities. <laughs> gathered um, here also today. side note, we're recording at night and yeah. I always do this when we record at night. How's that wine treating you, girl? <laughs> um, me and Taryn have had this conversation multiple times. We have some, we are so blessed to have some amazing people in our lives, friends, mm-hmm. family, et cetera. And all I want in the world is to date someone where all of those people unanimously are like, hell yes. Like yep. you guys fit That's so well. You click so good. You guys belong together. We've seen it. Like the world can see it. It's so obvious. You guys belong together. Um, there's a re like, I, I obviously I'm still chasing that <laughs> really hoping that I'll that happens you know one day. That's like when I get <laughs> really there. hoping that works out. But like, that's, that's there for a reason because all of those people in my life, if they all approve of this person, this, uh, you know, future guy that I'm going to end up with, he's going to be so dope. Yeah. Like clearly if they all say like, we approve, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think that's an amazing goal to have. And I'm not saying you need to have, you know, 50 people approve whoever you end up with. But if you have a small intimate group of people that you trust, I would hope that you're open enough with them that they could all approve that person for you because we all get blinded 
by feelings. Yeah. And we don't always see things. And that's what those people are for. Yeah. And that's, that's a manipulator's dream is to isolate you. Yes. That's like, I mean, that's manipulation 101 is you make, you make, you, you instill a sense of guilt and shame that makes them think that it's their fault and it's embarrassing and horrible what they're doing. So that starts to be like, they're not going to talk about it because they feel like it's on them. And then you start to create barriers to separate them from other people because then you have more control over them. So that's why, like, I'm not joking. Like the most important thing you can do is involve people in your life who love you and who are going to watch out for you and who will call you out when need when need be yeah who he should be at barbecues and they're going to have their eyes on him and they're going to be watching how he interacts with you like Mm -hmm. that's that's what you need in your life so yep um i would definitely say that now the whole topic about like how to move forward from a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship um I think what you said is like, I think that's great that you have this time that you can literally just be like unplugged, not like out hanging out, having distractions and able to just kind of heal and like deal with it face on. I will say this is a crucial time for you, especially when it comes to relationship stuff. That stuff always follows you until you deal with it. Yeah. Um, I know there was things that I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally all better. And then I started liking a guy and I was like, oh my gosh, like those things started coming back up. So it's really easy when you're single to be like, oh yeah, I don't have to deal with anything because those insecurities and flare-ups that come with being with someone aren't going to be there when you're single. (laughs) Like there's no need for them. You know what I mean? So I think it's really important to, um, to really pay attention to yourself. I think there's obviously me and Ash are like the biggest supporters of counseling. So I think even during this time, there's so many services out there. You can do like zoom or phone calls or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if you really feel like there's some deep things in there that, or, or truths that he put in your head that you feel like you need to like change, Mm -hmm. then I definitely would seek, um, professional help. And there's nothing shameful about that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and even, like I said, even if you're like, Oh, I feel fine. Um, you never know what's still like underlining there. So I think because when you are in an abusive or toxic relationship, there's always something that's going to stick with you. So I think it's important to make sure you're dealing with that the best way you can. So Mm -hmm. that would, that would be my advice moving forward. But it sounds like you're taking this time serious. And I think, um, you know, this is going to be something that teaches you and that you're going to help other people. Like you already are just by sending your story. in. so many people are listening and are like, Oh my God, same, you know? And hopefully everyone's going to go home to their best friend and be like, let me tell you about this fight. What do you think? (laughs) They're going to be like, listen, the person you're with right now, I got to say something. (laughs) I got to say something. (laughs) Yeah. We have to look out for each other. We do. Yeah. Guys too. Like, Guys need to look out for each other because girls are just as crazy. Girls are crazy. So, and you need to check your boy. Yeah. <laughs> if he's acting a fool. <laughs> Same for you girls. I don't know why I get like this when I get fired up, but it's fine. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, thank you so much, Anonymous, for sending your story in. Um, it was very brave of you. And like I said, I think you'll be surprised how many people you helped. Yeah. Love that. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice for your friends. Change the world. (laughs) Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, back to the show. This is convenient because oh. uh, my story is about a breakup too. Ooh, heartbreak episode? Heartbreak episode. Yes. Maybe we'll come up with a clever title. You know that song, Heartbreak Hotel? I was obsessed with mm-hmm. that. Actually, I'm, I'm going to assume Mark's going to come up with a clever title. Oh yeah, he always does. He always does. <laughs> it always surprises us. It was like this unspoken thing where he just would title them and then he would always check in and be like, um, do you guys like, like the titles? Like, yeah, is I'd this be cool? like, hey Mark, you're like, doing great. Yeah. Don't worry, do your thing, Mark. <laughs> great, great title. Miss Mark. Okay, um, so this one is titled Unexpected Breakups. Oof, and the worst ones. Let's get into it. <laughs> 
Um, she writes, hey, beautiful ladies. Uh, well, hello. You know, I really was not feeling beautiful today. So compliments I appreciate that. Right off the bat. Love that. First off, I'd like to say hi. How are you? I've been listening to the podcast for a while and I've become obsessed with Mondays because I get to hear a new episode. So thanks <laughs> for that. making my Mondays great. She puts a little winky face at the end. I'm winking right back at you. you guys add little emojis. Yeah. Makes it fun. It's like a picture book. Yep. <laughs> um, she continues. Second of all, yes, you can use my name. No shame here. Hey, guess what her name is? It's Ashley. Oh, love that. A fellow for, Ashley. For all of you. All um, of you Ashleys out so there. so many Ashleys <laughs> in this world. Taryn, can we just side note, how many friends named Ashley do you have? Um, okay. Four? Five. I have one, two, three, four, five. At least five, maybe six. Mm -hmm. I feel like lot. I'm forgetting one. I'll tell you, every class I ever was in, all growing up, mm -hmm. there was always another Ashley. Yep. Anyways, I digress. Clearly bitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be original. <laughs> um, okay, I'm done. Here she goes. Um, I'll just get into it. I've been dating a guy for the last five months. We met right before the pandemic hit, and somehow we still continue to talk every day, even though we couldn't see each other for two whole months. Wow. Wow. Dedication. It wasn't easy, but we did it. I personally think we had a stronger connection after this. I could see that. We both talked about it and we both agree that although it sucked, we're still grateful for meeting each other and continuing to get to know each other virtually instead of in person. Earlier today, I received a text from my boyfriend. He broke up with me. Literally Ooh, out of the blue. Text? Yeah. Stop uh -huh. it. Uh -huh. That's disgusting. Literally out of the blue. I was completely blindsided. P never saw it coming. Now that I sucks. Cause you know, she was like, looks at her phone and she's like, Oh yeah. He's texting me. Yeah. Like you she know? saw his name pop up, maybe got little butterflies or got excited That's or something. So sad. I'm yeah. so sorry. Now I know what you're probably thinking. She put in quotes, how can you really know someone after only five months? And I get it. Five months is not a long time. And I'm just as surprised as you are. But it's true. He became my best friend fast and I regret nothing. We really did have a strong connection. Or maybe you're thinking, quote, he broke up with you by text message. And to that, I say, I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm mad because he took the cowardly way out. And definitely, I don't deserve that. But at the same time, I still don't hate him. I wish him nothing but happiness in his future. He is genuinely an amazing guy, and I'm extremely happy that he was a part of my life, even if it ended so suddenly. You're too nice. I know. My ultimate question is, how do you deal with a breakup? I'm almost 25 years old, and I've had breakups before. I've even been in heartbreak once, but this breakup is the worst I've had by far. I'm thinking it's because it was so sudden, but I really don't know what I should do. Any tips? Thanks again for brightening my Mondays, Ashley. Hmm. Ugh, I hate having a broken heart. Oof. Oh, so many thoughts on this. Yeah, um, same. Screw him for texting you. Yeah, that's so dumb. I got broken up over text once and it- Did you? Yeah, and it pissed me off. <laughs> I was in class. Oh gosh. At school. Shut in up. college. Wait, did he go to the same school? Yes. What? I mean, it was a- very large community college. So it's not Still. like we saw each other every day, but yes. And I got the text message and I remember it was in the, it was actually, I'm going to, I should, I shouldn't even be talking about myself right now, but, uh, I was sitting next to this really cute guy in English class and I immediately started sobbing. And I remember I got so excited cause he got up and got me a tissue and we never talked. And she moved on right there. <laughs> I wish that was in a English story. 101. But I, it, like, I didn't even date him that long. And I was shocked by the tears that came because yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely mean this 100%. I'm not a crier unless it's like a big deal. Yeah. And we hadn't been date. We dated for a summer. It was not even yeah. that long. Um, so probably less than five months, yeah. you know, like a full summer. And he brought, he, he brought like a stream of tears. Yeah. And I think it's because it was pure shock. I did not, I wasn't ready. I was just going to say like, do you think it's because it was like, yeah, it just like slapped you in the face. I wasn't, re I wasn't expecting mm -hmm. it. Obviously, um, things were going great with us. So, I mean, it was casual. It wasn't like a serious, serious relationship, but, but still deserved still more than deserved that. more than a text. It always deserves more than a yeah. text. Um, so I would just go out, would like to like 
firstly say, don't be too hard on yourself yeah. for feeling emotional because um, not only was it a shock to you like it was to me, but you're also in the middle of a pandemic yeah. where things are just heightened right yes. now and things are weird right now. And even though you were mostly dating him virtually, you created a like dependent schedule around talking to each other. Yeah. You know, it not, to, I don't want to say dependent, but like there was a schedule of, you were expecting texts from him every single day. Did you press the yes, button? Yes, with my toe. Tear I'm so re- sorry. <laughs> that was a full blown accidental one. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. You were on a roll. I'm so Thank sorry. Thank you. It's okay. But you get it. Like you, you yeah. created a schedule. Same thing for him where you guys were talking daily. And I'm going to throw in another example. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a guy during quarantine and we talked for a month straight every single day. Nothing, literally nothing came of it. It dissolved completely. But I didn't realize, I remember one day, like he hadn't texted me yet. And I was like, oh, where'd he go? Yeah, we come back. And I literally went out with him once. Like mm-hmm. this was not serious in any way, but I grew accustomed to him texting me every single yeah. day. It takes zero time for that to happen. Yeah. So over a period of five months, of course you were attached to him. Of course that was something real, especially if you were having real conversations. And we've talked about before, I think, wasn't it last episode? We talked about like how when you have like a long distance um, relationship, like when you build a relationship on communication, like you reach a different depth than when Mm -hmm. you're face to face. I totally believe. Yeah. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. And girl, like honestly, okay. I remember this one guy. Um, he, he was in a complicated situation. Like he definitely sucks in the whole scenario of things, but I was not. And he like came into my life as they do in the past for like (laughs) literally I'm not joking. Three days we were just messaging each other and obviously like the conversation got deep. It was like, I was like feeling things and I was like, oh my gosh. And then he basically was like, oh, like this is not like whatever, this is wrong. Like we can't talk. And he like fully, like not just like cut me out, but like deleted me from everything. Cause like we had followed each other on different things, like totally just like blew me off, like threw me out like yesterday's old pizza. He was starting to feel things and was like cut. Yeah. So So anyways, it happened. I was like, okay, well, honestly, like it's for the best. Like, obviously Mm -hmm. that was not a great situation, but I was full blown depressed and literally to this day, it still stings me. And I remember like sitting in my bed and being like, you are like seriously psycho. Like you didn't even meet up. Like you just messaged him for three days. Like what is your problem? Mm-hmm. But my point is, and why I bring up this story, I love to forget. Um, <laughs> it never is what is on the surface. Yeah. For me, when I had a lot of time to reflect and be like, bro, why are you so upset about this? For me, I realized that was the first time since my ex where I genuinely was excited and could see myself like sent, spent, spending like time and affection with another person. Yeah. And so it wasn't necessarily him, but it was the feelings that he brought up that I literally was like, Oh my God, I thought I would never have those again. And so it was like so much deeper that it was than just that person. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my friend the other day who struggles with anxiety. And we were talking about like, um, how like in life we basically have this cup within us. Right. And every time like you get sad about something, anxious about something, angry about something, like it's, it's getting slowly like filled up, which is why it's so important that we have ways in our life that we can like empty and release and make sure we're checking in with ourselves. But that cup can really easily fill to the top without being noticed. Mm -hmm. And then what's going to make it overflow is not this big incident. It's going to be someone cutting you off in traffic. It's going to be you accidentally burning what you cook for dinner. It's going to be someone like rolling your, their eyes at you that you like love. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that's going to be the final drop that makes your cup overflow. And all of that stuff you've built up comes out. So it's, I think it's really important that especially when you feel like your reaction to something doesn't match the intensity of the situation, that always means that there's something else like built within that. So it could be that he was your escape during this time. Yeah, He was your connection and, um, 
you know, just freaking relation with a human that like not a lot of us are having. It could be that, you know, he was helping you to avoid all the stress that's in the world. I don't know what your past dating life is, but it could be tied to something like that. Mm -hmm. So I think you need to give yourself like a little bit of a break and realize that sometimes we just have extreme reactions because there's unspoken stuff going on within us that we're not aware of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Oh, I just said, you know what I mean? And I got tagged in something that said new drinking game. Take a drink when Taryn says, you know what I mean? You say like, and I, you know what I mean? A lot. I've, I've re-listened and I thought the same thing. (laughs) Oh, you do too? Um, So good. I think it's just like a, yeah, I don't know. It's just like an end of the statement when I'm like, I really want you to get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like a a neat little like wrap it up kind of phrase. (laughs) Um, I dated a guy not, it was last year, I think, um, top of last year. And I was obsessed with him and he... It ended up being a bad situation. Apparently, he was still with someone. You're, what is wrong with these and people? I, I'm sorry. Obviously, the second I found out, I found out through a friend. The second I found out, like, it ended. And I, I mm-hmm. bowed out. And it was it was a done thing. But um, I, my, my go-to thing is I get depressed. Like, that's what I struggle with mm-hmm. personally. I could not crawl out of that hole for a very yeah. long time. And something similar happened with another guy like two years before that where like something got weird and he, we were, things were going good. And I found out that he was talking to his ex and I bowed out real quick. And I, again, got super depressed. And both times I couldn't believe like they they were nice guys, but they weren't great. Yeah. (laughs) So I couldn't, I couldn't like reasonably logically figure out what was tied to them that made me so sad because like I it was a couple months. It was pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. And I could not figure it out. And, um, this last one specifically, and I think I would say the same thing with the one before I was getting closer and closer to 30. And I think in my head, I had always since a kid (laughs) being a child envisioned myself like being married by this age. So I think every time with these two guys specifically, um, I, I thought things were clicking, things were going good. I think I'd get excited and this would happen before 30. Yeah, like you're like, oh, cool. Like I got I'm it. I'm good. Like yeah. marriage is on the road ahead. Like we're good. Yeah, and it's not even like, not like I could ve- actually picture myself marrying Yeah, yeah, them, yeah. But it was like, at least I'm with someone. Yeah, totally. It was some kind of like, uh, I don't know what the word is, but like security, I mm-hmm. guess. And um, the second it ended- that security was gone. Yeah. And I think that's what devastated me was it was like, I'm back to being single. I'm back to square one. I'm starting all over again. And that's what depressed me. Not the guy. Cause in yeah. retrospect, the guy was kind of trash, but yeah, like I'm here I was of. like s- sobbing over them. And then like full circle, like I've had multiple conversations with different people. They didn't deserve a single tear because I was crying about some, um, perfect timing that I had in my head. Yeah. And that's what was broken in me and it had nothing to do with them. No, I, I freaking, you know, I love that we're talking about it. And I feel like Ashley, the other Ashley, (laughs) the writer, Ashley, not you sitting in front of me, Ashley. I got so confused. Uh, Yeah, I know. I felt it. That's why I was like, okay, keep clarifying. Um, (laughs) not me. I feel like you're going to hear this and just be like, oh my God, thank God. Like you're not alone. That's, that's the whole freaking point of this podcast and this movement that we're trying Mm -hmm. to have happen where it's like, we have got like, we do not have time to be ashamed or embarrassed of the emotions that we feel as humans, of the circumstances we come across as humans, of the ugly parts of us or the beautiful parts of us. Mm -hmm. Like we have to start talking to people and being in a healthy relationship with like who we are, what we feel and what we think or else like you feel so alone and isolated and you feel crazy. Yeah. Literally crazy. This is even having this conversation is helping me. Yeah. (laughs) And that was a long time ago. Like just like kind of like recapping that. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're you're good, girl. Right? Yeah, you good. You're fine. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, but it's so true. Like we all struggle with it in so many ways, and and I think it's just the cool thing is my self realization. If I share it with someone who's going through something similar, it could fast forward theirs, Mm -hmm. and that's what's so cool. Like it either makes you feel not alone, or it makes you like have this realization, like oh my god, you're right, and like I'm good. You know what I mean? So I think it's just, it's just good for us to, and it's funny because it's one of my 
most passionate topics I talk about in my other job with kids is trying to erase the whole, there's good emotions and bad emotions. Mm. And I always tell teacher, I was like, there's emotions that make you feel negative or positive. Like there's a difference, Mm -hmm. but when a child is angry, like that's good that he feels angry. That's healthy. He feels angry. He needs to learn but how what to he vocalize does, that. Yeah. How he vocalizes it, what he does with it. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I think us as adults, we have the same thing. If we feel embarrassed or sh- shameful or, um, you know, like then we hide these things and we don't talk about it. But the more we talk about it, the more we're going to realize like we all are going through the same things in different ways, you know, yeah. and we have to be there for each other. Oh, 100%. When I was growing up, this is such a weird little side note. Um, My mom was in a band mm-hmm. and I she's so cool had the multiple opportunities. They would always have like practices. Um, They would come over to our house for barbecues and jam sessions. And I, there was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I'll tell you after. (laughs) Um, There were so many instances where I could have like gone and played with the kids or gone to bed early Mm -hmm. because that's how young I was. But all I wanted to do was sit and like, listen to them talk. Yeah. And I can't even begin to explain how many like life lessons I learned from like listening to them talk about their drama and, and stuff that they were going yeah, through. And oh people my gosh, just, I love that. But whether it was work or relationships, like they were young, like there were, there were young families, there were single people there and I would listen to them talk about everything. Yeah. Um, it would be, it would, it would be like faith talk or like relationship talk, work talk, whatever. And I just would sit there and I felt like I learned so much and I felt like, like looking back now, I think I... I easily like swayed out of a lot of bad situations just because I heard how the outcome's going to go. Yeah. You know, simply from listening to people talk about their stories. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what this podcast is, is people are sharing very intimate, very personal, sometimes like vulnerable situations that they're in and, and, and giving it. Yeah. Sometimes anonymously, sometimes boldly like Ashley, um, giving it out for the world to hear. Yeah. And there's something so freeing about it, but you're also helping so many people because I'm learning from what you're going through. Yeah. So no, it's, it's so freaking true. So is everyone listening? And it like hits every la- layer. Like it can be sad, depressing, hurtful, angry situations, or even like just the tearing it up. Like when, yeah. we, <laughs> when we're able to like laugh at ourselves and with others, like it just makes the whole like, being embarrassed, take a different toll. You know what I mean? Like I love when I hit that point where I was like, girl, you're weird and weird stuff happens to you, like (laughs) embrace it. And it's become not only a piece of who I am, but I feel like a very endearing piece of me that people love, you know? Oh, it's my favorite part about you. Oh, I know. (laughs) Um, So like, it's just, it's so crazy how much like our mind shifts can like help us to reach totally different places in life, you know? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you why I was laughing. Yeah. So I was like thinking. Barbecues and jam sessions got you. Yeah. Well, because you're talking about your mom being in a band. Uh-huh. And so then obviously like my mind went on a trail and I was like, oh, my mom wasn't in a band, but I was like, oh, but we used to sing together. And then, and then I remember this one time we were singing at a church and we were singing Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? And she sang, we were both nervous, but she sang my verse. Oh, when she was supposed to sing hers. Yeah. So then it came time for my solo and I didn't know what to do because she had just sang it. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then I literally in the mic, I went like I spit and started laughing. And then I got so embarrassed that I did it. <laughs> Where that did I was this like, come from. I just started thinking about it. This is the most random. I literally was like, my solo's coming and it's like that, like the piano, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I didn't know what to do. And so I like, instead just like did this weird, like, <laughs> and started laughing. And that's the end of my story. But that's what I thought of. And I just, I just like mentally went there and was like, I hated we that day. On such a roll. This is I such know. a tangent. Wow. I know. I just well, remember being so mad at her because she stole my verse. Mom, it, if you're hearing this. Dang it, Angie. Sing it. Oh, lyrics. I have a question that I'm oh. sure. Well, let me wrap this up. Ashley, thank you so much for yes. sending in the email. Um, I know I evidently needed to hear it. And I know Same. multiple people while listening needed to hear this as well. So thank you for being vulnerable with us and mm-hmm. sharing. Um, the question is, I, I really hope that this isn't the case. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, because I love Angie so much. Oh, but does she have 
any more scary stories for October <laughs> series. Um, like, I don't want her to have more, but at the same time. Honestly, she did say to me that she does. Um, like, here's the thing. All of you are so gung-ho and you give us the stories, but it's not your mother. And it's hard for me to hear them because the second it's like, the reason we love all these stories is because it's far enough away from us to where we're like, we don't know That's them. crazy. Yeah. The second someone, you know, especially someone as close as your mom is the one saying that it happened. This weird thing snaps in your mind where you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> this is, real. this is real. Yeah. Like this happens to people. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, she says she has more. Oh my God. I cannot, but how poor Angie, that's a lot. The one was yeah. enough, and then there was a second one. Anyways, I digress. Yeah. Do you have a dad joke to close us with? Of course I do. Of course I do. Yesterday. The de- <laughs> I'm sorry. This sounds funny. <laughs> why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know why it's so funny is because I know it's probably not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, the doctor told me I was colorblind. The diagnosis came out of the purple. <laughs> Now that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> that one got me. That, one that got was me. good. That was really good. Oh man. <laughs> it's so good. That was so good. Thank you guys. If you're still here and you made it to the dad joke, that means you're the real MVPs. Yeah. We love you. You're part of the UA fam and we appreciate you. Um, like, rate, share, subscribe, do all the things. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys next week. Go comment a purple heart. Yeah, because purple <laughs> on our Insta. Okay. That's all. Love you. Bye. Bye.